Hello? Anybody in this theater? What? What is this place? And okay, there's popcorn on the floor. I guess that's a good sign. Ooh, my. Don't sh touch my popcorn. Oh, oh, whoop, oh, whoop. Oh. Hey, hey, Dave, who's over there? I told you, that's my popcorn. Oz, hey, 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 we're sharing, and you took mine, so I'm taking yours. Shut up. Well, wait a second. Dave, Alice, look, look over here. It's me. Ah, Max, what are you guys doing here? Well, we came for a business expo. We were invited by this lovely company at the Morphing Tower, and we we knew you worked for them. Uh, but we we kind of got lost and we've been in here for about a day and a half. Oh No, you guys misunderstood. No. Oh, no, this is all wrong. You've made a horrible mistake You may never leave this place. Your souls will be trapped in here for a turn. Can I have some of that popcorn actually? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Rewind just a second. You said we're stuck in here for eternity. D don't 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 worry about that Um, Listen, uh, okay uh, I'm waiting for this film to start, and I have been sitting here waiting. I've been waiting for the projectionist to apparate and start the film. Um, you know, I, I was sort of crouched back where you first enter the room, sort of casing the place, working it out. I'm waiting for this movie to start, and it looks like you guys have some time to kill. And Lord only knows yeah, when this thing's so. going to start. Uh, so yeah. I would like to propose a game! Games? Okay. I love games. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, of course, you know, we got to do the, the business thing. I, this doesn't necessarily oh, apply to you yeah. guys, so feel free to disregard this memo from my boss. Uh, it reads as follows. <clears throat> uh, from the boss. It has come to my attention that the window washers have taken up arms against a swarm of birds that has been circling our building for the past several months. I've requisitioned a decoy bird from Natalie down in the tinkering department to be flown up to the roof to investigate what's going on. Please be advised, the last time the window washers went to war, there were many casualties, both on the side of the washers and those on the side of those passing hang gliding students. Do not engage the window washers until you have uh, received an update from me on the matter. Have a wonderfully productive workday, signed, the boss. Which, it's always good, good to hear from upper management that they actually know that we're... Still here, still working hard, even though we'd rather, you know, be <laughs> we, we outside the confines. Support. Yeah, 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 you know, the top-down leadership is it's great. We love Personally, it. Personally, I would like to meet them and ask them, where's the exit? Because, you know, I got things to do at home. So I'm No, not you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The last, I feel like the last several people who have managed to reach the very top of the building and talk to the boss... I, I'm not sure this this may be a rumor, but I have heard that the last person who was promoted enough to actually go see the boss, uh, they found him on the ground outside the building, and his his face was gone. So that's interesting, and that's an inter an interesting factoid that I keep in my back pocket whenever I think, man, I should I should go talk to my boss about the work conditions. Then then I'm like, you know, but I do like my face. Taking a nap though. Oh yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't the boss. It, it was it was the birds. Oh, Yo, it's yeah. The birds. Yeah, it's always the freaking birds. Okay. It is now time for both of you to square off in true distractible style. I will be awarding points, not arbitrarily, but in the most fair way possible, by having you guys determine who would win 
And this is where the music will come in. Help me with the music. Come on, guys. Okay, okay, guys. Come on. All together. Come on. Pick a tune. All right. Round one. All right. We will start. Fight. Fight. All right. So. Dave, you are going to be arguing Winnie the Pooh. Ellis, you are going to be arguing for Chewbacca. And your category is cleaning up a murder scene. All right, so we shall begin with Dave and Winnie the Pooh. I will set a timer on my phone. You have three minutes. You can go shorter than that if you run out of things to say. Uh, Again, try and keep it just talking about the positive aspects of how Winnie the Pooh could clean up a murder scene and your time begins now. Winnie the Pooh of the Hundred Acre Woods, one of the loveliest little characters that you've known from your childhood, comes across a murder scene that he definitely did not cause. It was, <laughs> honestly, let's believe it, it's probably Tigger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? This, this guy right here, he's been eating a little bit of honey all day. He's feeling a little dizzy, a little... Sickly, but he's 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 gonna handle it. The guy's got a shirt. He'll probably end up taking off his shirt. He's the kind of guy that'd be willing to offer up his clothing for a homie if they really needed it. And honestly, for to to cover up for Tigger's definitely not alleged murder. Uh, that he would definitely be able to take care of that. Plus, red shirt, red blood. It's clean. Oh. No one's gonna know. Oh. It's gonna hide. No one's gonna be able to pay attention to it. And they'll probably blame it on Rabbit. If they're on Rabbit's lawn, you know. It's it's my turn, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just trying to help. <laughs> and and re- realistically, I mean that I mean that shirt. Uh, after a while, they'll they'll spend some time in the river. It'll they'll, any any issues will be will be flushed away. Whether that's the shirt, the blood, the rabbit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and 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 there, there won't be any issues. It'll be all taken care of. It'll be all nice and clean. And as a reward, I'm sure Winnie the Pooh will just go have himself some honey and go take a nap and forget that the whole day happened. It'll be just fine. Tig will be off bouncing and having just the loveliest of days. But Winnie the Pooh, he'll be, he's, if you need anyone to rely on, he's your go-to bear. Mm, okay, excellent, excellent, wonderful, that applause. That really great. That sounds really great. But from my experience with Chewbacca, right? Okay, your time has started. Solo for a long time, all right? Fantastic, mm-hmm. right? So they're already buddies. And I'm just thinking, you know, Han is the type of guy who's going to pull the trigger first. Always. Mm. So there's always going to be a body cleanup. Well, it's great. Chewbacca's a tall-ass dude. He can pick him up, and he can throw him over his shoulder and just carry them. So there's the body, right? They got a spaceship. Well, where are you going to put the body? It's space. Somebody sees a random floating body out in space. Who's going to care? They're like, oh, man, those rebels, they got into it with the Empire again. Oh, what's going to happen? Oh, well. Well, guess what? Chewie's he's already a wanted criminal, essentially. So it doesn't even matter if he gets seen with the body. Throw it over the shoulder. Get it out of there. Now, the blood and stuff, that's where he really comes into play, right? So he like, you know, Winnie the Pooh, but I think, you know, Chewbacca's fur is a little thicker, so it really helps clean up all the blood that's on the ground. If there is any, that way he just mops it all up. He's a walk. He's a walking mop, man. He just lays down and just you know stop, drop, and roll. But except for he does that over the blood part, and then all 
you gotta do is go take a shower and you know it's so dark brown and all half the aliens that are in star wars have different colored bloods anyways so like it would just look you know blend in he nobody even knows about the wookies i mean the wookies were obliterated halfway through the clone wars anyway so like no one even knows about them and you know chewbacca's just that guy who stands behind you always ready to do whatever is needed he's the guy that you can rely on to hold something open for you to carry the heavy stuff and to do the hard work that's just who chewbacca is and i don't think you can say he's not because he's always been there look at the movies always there great guy i mean could you want anyone else he can't say anything bad back to you all he goes <laughs> i mean, he is a walking mop who is ready to do the hard work and clean up anything okay. and you know if anything half the wookies look like each other so you know oh, they may get the oh. wrong wookie <laughs> okay all righty might make the argument things two minutes because both of yours like wrapped up in two minutes perfect okay so now we'll hop back to dave so your thing now your rebuttal is why winnie the pooh is demonstrably better than chewbacca at cleaning up a murder scene go so you're first firstly i just want to address the point that my that <laughs> that the the other gentleman made about how all wookies are the same <laughs> sir that is absolutely racist <laughs> secondly <laughs> secondly i want to address the point that you made about how cleaning it up yes it would all dry up into his fur but you're getting a wanted man you're getting <laughs> mr mr chewy to clean up a crime scene you're making a criminal <laughs> Clean up a crime scene. That's 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 just gonna cause more issues for Chewie and Han and anyone that else that they're trying to smuggle across the galaxy. I mean, come on, that's that's just plain <laughs> tense. Winnie the Pooh, my guy, innocent, clean. He's a homie. He's not gonna rat on anybody. No one's gonna ever suspect this man ever. And the red shirt, like I said, it cleans away. It's red again. And nothing changes, my guy. There is nothing wrong with my with my man Winnie the Pooh. Awesome. Okay, we'll keep the rebuttals. No to be, to be fair. Okay, hold on, hold on. I will I will give you your time, sir. We will make the rebuttals a minute each. Mr. Ellis, continue. Go. But I'm just saying, like, if he is all his friends are there, how would they even know how to clean up a murder scene? They wouldn't even they'd be like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? We gotta call 911. They wouldn't do it. They'd do the right thing and just call 911. Chewie would be like, you know what? You know what? Han said for me to clean up this body and clean up this mess. I'm going to do it. I've already done it a hundred times before. <laughs> Who is like, man, what do I do with this body? There's all this red stuff coming out. Oh, oh no. I'm not going to know how to do that. Who has no experience of how to dispose anything? I mean, have you seen his house? He's got jars of honey just thrown out there. I mean, come on. The guy probably doesn't even take out his own trash. I mean, how is he, how is he supposed to know? Yep, I'm going to take this body. I'm going to take it five miles away from where it is dig a hole, bury it 12 feet deep, and then never tell anyone about it. Pooh could never do that. He's got so many close-knit friends, he wouldn't even be, he would go out and be like, yeah, I found this body, and I, you know, I threw it over the corner of the uh, Tigger's area over there. I figured Tigger would enjoy the body more than I would. No, no. Tigger would take that body and throw it way out of nowhere where Tigger no one could even find it. would enjoy the body more? What does that mean? Okay, we're, that, saying, that's it. That's it for that round. Your minute's up. got it. That okay. So real quick, I just need to dissect that. So without any further rebuttals from either of you. So what Dave has presented is that Winnie the Pooh is just so freaking chill. He's just such a bro. And his shirt is so red 
that he will sop up the blood and no one will know what happened and all of the happy woodland animals will band together to make sure Tigger doesn't do any time ever at all. And then Ellis has put forward that Chewbacca is essentially a DNA sponge. And so he's just going to lie down in the viscera and do like a, a blood angel and just sort of absorb all of the crime scene like a sham wow from space. And then... Exactly. exactly. Okay, so here's, here's the thing. I loved both of those. I, I legitimately loved both of those. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to give Ellis the point for the round. However, I'm going to pull a D&D. &D. And Dave, you now have a point of inspiration for coming up with oh. the red shirt. So this point, what this is going to mean, right, is that if there's a round that is close, if there's a tie... Like, you literally can't choose one. You win it automatically. So if you can just tie him, stalemate him on one, then I will give the victory to you. <clears throat> okay. We will move on to round two. That was excellent. That was so good. <laughs> round two. Round two. All right. And again, we will now keep the main oh. arguments to two minutes and the rebuttals to one. Because that's kind of how it okay. timed out anyways. So for round two, Ellis, you will be arguing the case for Link from Legend of Zelda. Oh, no. And Dave, you will be arguing the case for Master Chief. And the event is Hide and Go Seek. Begin! Okay, so from what I know from um, Link and Legend of Zelda is absolutely um, diddly squat. <laughs> I, I know um, <laughs> Link looks like an average, if you were to give him a haircut, he'd look like a Chad. Uh, maybe <laughs> the ears need to go. But I'm thinking you just take you just take him, you take him to a mall, you throw him with a bunch of other group of people who look like him, like he'd be belonging like a college or something. Just uh -huh. make him look like a Chad and have him walk around the mall. No one's going to find him because he's got the blue eyes and the blonde hair. It'll be perfectly fine. Give him a nice fade or give him a nice little mullet or something. Have him just walk around the mall. No one's going to find him. You take away the green, do it, you're good to go. I mean, he seems like he can keep his cool. So, you know, when he's walking by the people that are looking for him, he can keep that nice, cool look and just keep walking forward, be talking with the random people that he's with. It'll be perfectly fine. Okay. Um, uh, okay, we'll, we'll, address, we'll address things further on. Do you have any more points for, for Link? Nope, that's all I know. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll address something later. Okay, Dave! Uh, Master Chief, hide and seek, go! Two words. Instant camo. He's got power-ups. <laughs> Dude literally went missing for decades. Oh. He, has, he has been uh, all across time, the galaxy. Time, time, time. I'm calling this, I'm calling this instant rebuttal. No point to Dave. He did not use the correct term for armor. It is active camouflage. Active. Get it right, scrub. Okay, hold camo on. We'll can actually wait till go you're invisible, sir. Wait till your rebuttal. Wait till your rebuttal, Mr. Ellis. Act active camo. Master Chief has the ability to go invisible with his marks. Was it Mark Six armor? He has the ability. He's been running around the entire galaxy, going from planet to planet. He's mm -hmm. been hiding on the halo. And I don't think anyone of the of the, the UNSC has actually been able to find him except for when he wants to be found. Mm. Plus, this guy can run stupid fast. And realistically, you're probably not going to be able to get 
close to him, even if you wanted to find him in hide and seek, because the dudes aren't even slaughtering down, you know, hordes and hordes of aliens and uh, <laughs> parasitic evil things. So even if you tried, like I, I, I get maybe this isn't tag, but you ain't getting close, son. <laughs> this guy's busy. <laughs> okay. Busy. Do you have any other points? That will be all. Okay, I rest my case. Okay, I rest my rebuttal. My case. Okay, first okay, first. your rebuttal. Go. First things first, Zelda. Like I said, you know, I just, I just think he's smaller. He can hide in a bush. <laughs> he's got those bush tactics, right? <laughs> Master Chief can go invisible, right? That's cool. But one, you didn't even get it right. So that leads me to think that you know, you don't know anything about the. You've only got a certain amount of time that you can be invisible. They've only got a certain amount of charge, so you can't stay invisible forever. And you're this seven foot dude just walking <laughs> around in the middle of the forest with a bright green visor, lights. I mean, how how much can you hide? What are you gonna do? Hide behind a tree once your active camouflage wears out? What are you gonna do? Be like, yeah, I'm a tree. I'm standing here. You're gonna be standing there in the T pose, trying to think you're a tree because you're not that smart and all you know is military tactics. I mean, come on now. At least Link has been living his life out in the wild, you know, mm. trying to, you know, work on his survival skills. You know, sometimes you'd probably have to hide from enemies or monsters or beasts or whatever. You know, sometimes you gotta gotta take the, the low road and just go hide. I think he's got more of that, whereas Master Chief, you know, he's got the big bronze. He doesn't care what happens to him. He's got the overshield. He's about all about being out on the front of the field and throwing frags, teabagging grunts, and shooting down other people with his assault rifle. All he doesn't right. care about hiding. All righty, that's your, that's your rebuttal. Uh, Mr. Dave, your rebuttal. Link literally cannot stop getting into trouble, especially in the new, <laughs> especially in the newer games. He has been caught by so many people, uh, especially with the, the, the drones that have the eyes on them. They are constantly looking at him. If you can actually hide in hide and seek, maybe he would actually be able to avoid getting shot and killed in one in one go. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, maybe he might be a little bit green here and there in some of the games, but that's not how it always goes. He's not, he's not always hiding in the woods either. Sometimes it's actually going into villages or into ruins. He is always just going around. He he has a little bit, he, he might have a stature thing, but if you're saying that all short people are just good at hide and seek, that's, that's just discriminatory. How dare you? <laughs> Tall people can be good at hide and seek too. <laughs> what a wild thing to add! <laughs> Are you saying I'm short, huh? <laughs> I ain't saying you're tall. <laughs> I ain't calling you a truther. <laughs> okay, awesome. Your minute's up. Okay, so I just need to dissect this. First of all, I don't think either of you understand what hide-and-go-seek is. For Ellis's plan, his step one is for Link to get a haircut. <laughs> And for Dave, step one is don't worry, because if anybody gets close to Master Chief, he'll just shoot them. This is not how hide-and-go-seek is played. You, you, you both are treating this like it's the freaking CIA. And he needs to go under deep cover and cut his hair and then shoot people who gets close to him. That's not how hide-and-go-seek works. I know it's been a while since I, I, our childhood. I, I, that's, that's how I play too. Oh my gosh! I mean, hey, 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 you're telling me this right now. Your friend just comes walking around clueless of where you are. And you're like, I could scare the ever-living crap out of him. You're telling me you wouldn't take that chance and scare them? Or Dave's case where you jump up and just snap their neck? <laughs> They'll never See find me. Dead. I'm still the champion. They still haven't found me. Wow. Okay, I gotta think about this. <laughs> 
because holy, this is some uh, this is some real jungle hide and go seek tactics. We have like disguising yourself in plain sight, which has nothing to do with actual like a uh, different kind of hiding, and then we have just like killing people after uncloaking like he, you're the freaking he, predator. He would have cloak. He would have yes. cloak. Yes. Okay, so here's here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. I have to say that the the fact that Master Chief actually has the ability to to cloak himself. I think that's probably going to edge you over the win for this round, Dave. That's yeah, That ability is pretty clutch. I will admit, all right? But I, I did appreciate both both sides. <laughs> you gotta get creative, Max. Come on. <laughs> well, the thing is, when you said Link, I was like, man, I don't know anything about Zelda or Link. And then you said, oh, he gets Master Chief. And as I have talked to Dave, yep. I was a Halo. I was like, oh man, Master Chief's got act camouflage. I am in crap. You, you, wanted you to gave me the best thing to screw him <laughs> over. That's all I'm saying. Literally, I was just like, oh man. So <laughs> okay. thank you. All right, so this this one's gonna be a this one is going to be a hot one. I think you guys are gonna appreciate this one. This one's gonna be spicy. Round three, okay. Dave, you are going to be arguing the case for William Shakespeare. <laughs> Ellis, you are going to be rooting for Gollum, and the activity is a rap battle. Dave, <laughs> your initial argument begin. William Shakespeare, one of the the best playwrights of all time, has literally written so many plays that have been that are taught in sophomore high school college <laughs> all those classes. He is known for his writing. He he has he has a, a, the iambic pentameter is like his thing. It's it, he has the ability to write very very well. It is it's, it's incredibly well known. He has an incredible grasp of the English language. Mm, okay. <laughs> and realistically, if you gave him a few minutes, I bet he would school anyone. Mm, okay. There, there, there are a few writers that are actually able to keep up with that, especially of his day and age. If you were to bring him into the current age, he'd probably be akin to those of either Tupac or of Eminem. <laughs> I mean, probably leaning more closer to Eminem because he's white. But he still has the skills of an incredible playwright that has been able to, that is that his works have been uh, uh, have been appreciated and valued throughout the the centuries. Mm. 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 Strong opening for Mr. Dave. I will hold it there. Okay, excellent. I will stop the timer. Mr. Ellis, uh, Gollum rap battle go. Well, as we know, he's been he's from a book. But he's also starred in a great movie, you know, fantastic movie trilogy, actually. And he's actually been in another one that we know of as well. Um, but I just think, you know, just the way he talks, he doesn't even need to do anything. Just set him up with a microphone, get him, just start talking, throw a beat down. I mean, half the time, most beats and everything that's coming out nowadays is trash. You can't mm, even understand what half the Interesting. If you just put a name to the person in the beat. They'll be like, oh, man, Gollum's rapping? Oh, man, that's fire. Just put a fire beat behind it. Gollum just talking about some random stuff. The way he talks and the way he words things, you don't even need to be a genius. Just give him the beat and let him go. Let him cook. <laughs> oh, gosh. Poor choice of words. <laughs> 
Oh no! Okay, all right. Uh, Mr. Dave, your rebuttals. <laughs> After a man who just said, "Let Gollum cook." <laughs> that uh, how that, that was that was very insensitive. Your reply. I'm just gonna say it right there. But, uh, Mr. Gollum, uh, he his ability for the English language is not as uh, skilled as my, uh, my, my, my good friend William Shakespeare here. And also, putting precious at the end of every sentence does not mean it rhymes. It just, it just means you're saying precious over and over again. Precious, 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 precious. That's yes, you heard Eminem and all the other actors. Not your rebuttal, sir. Not, 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 not your rebuttal. rebuttal. William Shakespeare, together, as, I, <laughs> as I said, William Shakespeare is on the level of Eminem. He would be able to come up with incredible rhyming <laughs> schemes that would be able to completely blow Gollum away with, with, with his with with his very uh, uh, lower level of the English language. See, personally, though. All right, all right, all right, all right. You landed there. Excellent. So all right. I just think if you were to go, man, Gollum came out with a rap song and William Shakespeare came out with a rap song. I'm sorry, but just from the general base of the amount of people in this world who still listen to Shakespeare compared to the lower generation who are into the Lord of the Rings and books and stuff. If they went, if they heard, yeah, I guarantee you, they would listen to that Gollum rap song before they listen to Shakespeare's song. Mm. Wouldn't even matter if it's good. <laughs> Wouldn't even matter if it was good. It would just be more popular and better. And if we're doing competition, I think that more people would listen to the Gollum one over the Shakespeare in today's day and age and world. Okay. Solely out of the fact that nobody wants to listen to Shakespeare your stuff anymore okay. unless you're a history nerd are you done <laughs> yes okay you may make a quick point as long as it is not attacking the other contestant William or his or his shakespeare appeared in an epic rap battle okay what interesting interesting <laughs> how many times has Gollum appeared you want me to google it <laughs> okay hold on googling youtube Gollum rap battle (laughs) there is there's a Gollum versus Smeagol rap battle which is a little redundant because it's like he's battling himself but that is very interesting so technically they both have done rap battles before technically all right so I just need to parse this out real quick let's let's have a discussion so what Dave is putting forward is that obviously William Shakespeare would be a technically excellent rapper because of his control of the English language. Ellis's point is that doesn't mean diddly squat because no one cares. <laughs> it's unique. Gollum is unique, you know? We right, you're saying you're saying he's trash, but he would be enjoyable to watch do poorly. That's your yes. argument. Yes. So it's it's yes. it's like why a lot of people don't care that Eminem is technically the best rapper or whatever, can rap the fastest, if you're a genuinely, like, uninteresting person or you're just, like, sort of an eh person, it doesn't matter how good you are. Your argument is people wouldn't care if if Shakespeare put out an album. You're saying people would be more interested in hearing what Gollum has to say. Oh, I didn't say people wouldn't care. I, I, people, there'd be a smaller group of people who would care if Shakespeare put out a rap. But okay. If All Gollum right. Here's here's what rap. I'm gonna say. I'm I'm going to this this may be controversial. I'm going to give this point to Ellis, and I'll tell you why. Because Dave accidentally gave some credence to as far as modern rap. 
the fact that Gollum would ha already have like an inbaked uh, ad lib in the background, which would just be precious over and over again. Like all the popular rappers have like that one thing that just gets repeated in the background of all of their verses. Yep, yep. You accidentally just pointed out that, yeah, Gollum would just have that ready already. He would just be precious in the background. I have to award the point for, to Ellis for, for saying the words, let Gollum cook without even thinking, without <laughs> even trying to make a joke. I forgot about You said, let Gollum cook. And I have to say, that would be the name of his that album, and it would be amazing. Okay, wow. Gollum's oh. new album, Let Him Cook. By <laughs> the new the new album from Gollum, The Fires of Mount Doom. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Next round. We got, let's see, what is this? Round four. Four. Ellis, you will be arguing for Batman and Robin. And Dave, you will be arguing for Wallace and Gromit. The event, <laughs> the this event, is gonna be so great. the event is an egg toss. Are you both familiar with the concept of an egg toss? You both have, you both have yes, yes. to nope, throw nope. an egg and then sequentially take steps back further and further and further away until it breaks. Alice will begin with Batman and Robin begin. All right, so first things first, Bruce Wayne's a billionaire, so it doesn't even matter. He's probably got a zillion devices. <laughs> Point of order, and Batman, egg. not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Batman has so many devices that he can use to catch an egg and throw an egg without breaking it. On top of it, Batman and Robin, depending on which Robin we're talking about, have a lot of just natural physical abilities. So, I mean, when you're talking about their physical abilities to do all this jumping from rooftop to rooftops and throwing things and throwing themselves off buildings, falling, landing on the ground and stuff, they got to know how to catch themselves and use proper amount of force. Um, so I just think with their experience in the martial arts, their technology, and their just the way that they think, they can be like, yeah, we can throw this, throw this egg this far. Then you use your cape and you catch the egg softly with your cape. <laughs> that way it doesn't break. Or once we really need to do it, then you just take your grappling gun, shove the egg between the grappling hook, shoot it at Robin. He catches it. Boom. It's already ready to go. <laughs> you have anything else? I'm just saying, their physical ability shows in the uh, performances that they do, taking everyone down. You really think that an egg, an egg, is going to be a problem to toss it, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 feet without breaking it. Yeah, they probably do that for practice. They're like, all right, Robin, we're going to go warm up today. What are we doing today? Oh, we're doing egg tosses. Get, get those egg tosses in. Okay, are you, are you are you done? Yep. Okay, yep. fair enough. All right. Dave, Wallace and Gromit in an egg toss. Go. Wallace and Gromit are just characters of di just divine chaos. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> really, like, the, the, these guys have done some of the, the most insane tricks in, in, in animation. I mean, they are literally, like, w Wallace is, he could probably eat the moon. Let's be honest. <laughs> Gromit is the. I I, I want to say that Gromit is probably one of the best sidekicks, ever. Mm. The, 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 Wallace is 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 great. He's he does his job. He eats a lot of cheese. A very very heavy connoisseur. But but Gromit, he if you literally could send that thing to the moon, Gromit would find a way to grab it. 
And the, mm. the, the point is that he wouldn't be using any tools. He would actually be catching it. He would actually be, you know, not <clears throat> cheating. <laughs> but these guys, based off of the world that they live in and the physics that they belong to, they have the ability to throw it ridiculous distances, cartoonishly far distances. Mm, interesting. And avoid the laws of physics in order to be able to catch it even farther and safer than any other cartoon world. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Are, is that your, now? are you done with your opener? That, that, okay. that, that is all I have to say. Okay. okay. All right. So all right. That, Batman is a genius. All right. <laughs> so we know that he can think, okay, I need to throw it this hard without throwing it too hard and get it perfectly to Robin without break or without going too far or too low with it so that Robin doesn't have to move very much. We also know that Robin's also very skilled. So if we're ruling out technology and stuff, just their physical ability is astounding. But on top of that, they're also in a comic. So if they wanted to, they could throw that egg at 2 million miles per hour, <laughs> land in Robin's hand, and be perfectly fine without even cracking it because it's a comic. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, all right, and uh, Mr. Dave, your rebuttal, go. The the two million miles per hour would be only dedicated to those people that have superpowers. Batman does not have superpowers, therefore he does not have the ability to send it as far as you're saying. Again, in the difference of the world, it is more realistic in 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 Batman and Robin's world. It is it is actually based off of a set of physics and rules and laws of gravity. In terms of Gromit and uh, Wallace and Gromit. They literally have been to the moon. Dude <laughs> ate the freaking you moon. Realistic physics? Have you My seen? My rebuttal. <laughs> rebuttal to the rebuttal. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit have been so far away that it makes no sense. And if they were on the moon, gravity would mean even less. Batman's so traveled so many so freaking far. dimensions, it wouldn't even matter. He could throw an egg through a dimensional portal and be like yeah i crossed through 80 different universes what's that to you i'm grommet i'm batman okay I, like I have no parents okay so real quick well, let's let's analyze this so the final points for both side was i have cheese and the other point was i have no parents so that's, uh, that's, I mean, I've always seen those things as equivalent. Um, so here's what, here's what I'm going to do. I got to be honest, like this lineup of having freaking Batman and Robin versus Wallace and Gromit. I was kind of proud of myself because I thought that this was actually an interesting lineup because of their similarities. They do share some scary similarities. So here's the thing. I feel like both Batman and Wallace have the capability to come up with mechanisms that could help them catch the egg. And both Robin and Gromit are excellent sidekicks. Like, you know they're, yes. they're going to be there for you, boy. I can agree with that. So if I had to just picture them doing this, I feel like it would be tied. And I, I'm having a hard time, which means I'm going to have to give it to Dave because of his point of inspiration from yeah! the previous round. So on merit of, of, of its own, it would have been tied otherwise because I think it's just you both made some real compelling cases. I mean, with the cheese and being an orphan. I mean, who can refute such ironclad logic? I love the fact that we got into a space where we're arguing about realism and physics with Batman who can astral project. 
And, uh, you know, or that time in the movie where he fell three miles off of a building and crushed a car with his body and just got up and was fine. Oh, I'm sorry. He was he also falling landing. with a woman the at the same time. Landing. He was okay. He did the superhero. No, landing. he didn't. He I know what you're thinking of. You're thinking of the gif where he crushes the top of the car. No, no, no. This is when Joker throws the lady off the building. He wraps her up in his cloak and they both land on oh. top of a car and they're fine. Yeah. Christopher Nolan must have taken the day off that day. But yeah, that round has to go to Dave because it was a tie. (laughs) Excellently. So this is the final round. It's tied up. It's tied up two to two. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pull this list up on the terminal. And here's what this is. This is a Dark Souls boss generator. And it's generated using the first letter of your last name and the day of the month in which you were born. So we're gonna do a Godzilla versus Kong round where you both will tell me what your monsters are based on your birthdays and your names. And then we will have your Dark Souls boss monsters square off against each other. And you will each have to argue the case for why your monster would win. All right, so let's see. I had Ellis Ellis start off. (laughs) Is it a good one? I think it's a good one, folks. I think he got a good one. Chaos. All right. I think Dave goes first. Yes. So, Dave, hit me with your monster. All right. You're 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 traveling the wastes, and as as you're going through, you see the the, the sun appear in front of you. You think that. Wait a second, isn't it supposed to be super far away? But this heat intensifies as it gets closer. And in front of you appears a wayward sun guardian. Oh! Someone that has been, has been traveling and has lost his way from the sun. He, he <laughs> this, this being of intense heat that is as bright as the sun is right in front of your face. It's blinding you. It's going to make it harder to react to, to what he's doing. And and he is literally just emanating like radiation. Mm. He is he is he is turning people into Superman. <laughs> or Ash. But unfortunately, that's not enough. This man is so strong. He's so big. And he is he think 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 Escanor from Seven Deadly Sins. This guy is massive, big muscles. Got this giant one-armed axe. <laughs> the, the, na- na- named after the a lady of the sun this man if if you catch him at the exact wrong time he it is it's 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 gonna be game over for you there is mm. no chance he is he is gonna be so strong if you come to him at noon when the sun is at its highest and he is at his strongest no amount of uh no, no amount of Melania's is gonna compare it, the, the, the guy that keeps killing Melania he's gonna have no chance. You mm. think he's good? You think he can survive the game with every single creature being Melania? No. He's doomed. <laughs> he is screwed. This guy will scorch him alive, revive him, and then scorch him again <laughs> before letting him leave so that he can actually revive and try one more time, and then he's going to die anyway. Wow. This man is a god. Wayward Sun Guardian. Wow. That is a strong right. opener. Are you ready for mine? I am so ready. Oh my god. I am an initiated orphan. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh, 
so what is it with you and orphans <laughs> because i was adopted so i was technically an orphan until i was adopted and then batman was an orphan. <laughs> um, so my ability is i have a presence right i have an aura that's just so overwhelmingly negative right <laughs> that it just wants you to help help me right okay and so whenever you come to me and you enter the boss room you see this just orphan child and he's just <laughs> he's so weak and he's so he's just laying on the ground like he's got no strength left to even get up and so you walk up to him and it gives you the option you can either put him out of your misery or you can take him in to be stronger and if you choose to kill him you beat him but if you choose to take him in he becomes the strongest person oh. in the game, and he ends up becoming the final boss oh. that you never actually Oh, interesting. Because <laughs> he can't rely on anyone. He ends up <laughs> killing you at the end. That's the twist of the story, is that he realizes that no one wants him, and that he's just going to kill everyone. Wow. Wow. Is Batman if Batman went south. Okay, so uh, rebuttal time, I guess, <laughs> for Dave. Go ahead. <laughs> Good luck. And Good luck. You, you want to? Okay, let's all wait and watch as he tries to trash talk an emaciated orphan. Everyone, pay close attention to what he says. He's about. He has a very difficult task ahead. I do not. I do not uh, envy your rebuttal. The wayward sir. guardian. This 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 man. He 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 is. He crushes everyone. He scorches everyone. He scorches the ground upon which he walks. Mm -hmm. He sees an emaciated orphan uh, grow up and, and become as strong as it can. So it has a chance of trying to take him on at the end wow. of the game. But you know what's not going to happen? <laughs> that emaciated orphan ain't going to do anything. He wants the strongest challenge he can get. Wayward Sun Guardian, he's going to make it so that if the orphan wants to win, if the orphan <laughs> wants to be the end boss, he's got to beat the real end boss, the secret end boss. <laughs> the one that you know that's gonna be 10 times harder than the actual end boss. Oh my god! When Wayward Guardian at noon versus an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce you to the orphan stomper. Oh my god. <laughs> no chance. Okay, excellent. The strong rebuttal. All right, uh, for team emaciated orphan, go. <laughs> I just wanna point out, Either way, you lose this match because uh, I just want to yes, you absolutely do. It's a lose, you lose. You either get known for killing an orphan child who was so weak that he could even stand up by himself, or you end up just killing an orphan child as he grew up to be the person he wanted to be. So either way, you lose. Whether you win or you lose, <laughs> you just lose. <laughs> Think about if Meliodas was an orphan and Escanor just all broad 12 it's noon it is he is at his peak and he goes oh poor meliotis let me just step on him real quick burns him to a crisp no one would like Escanor anymore <laughs> he loses even if he is the strongest he is the loser because <laughs> he killed an orphan because his foot was so hot he melted through his face before he even could even touch the ground wow okay uh all right so let's 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 tear this apart real quick so Emaciated Orphan has to be the most unfortunate pairing possible on that list. I cannot think. Max, that's just my life. <laughs> Listen, I literally cannot think of a worse combination on that list for you to get. I, I don't see it. Because what you just described... Orphan. is No, it's just, it's worse 
because it's just it's not even fictional. It's just a thing. Emaciated means thin, weak, especially because of illness or lack of food. Yeah. Yes. It's like pa a paper thin orphan, and that's the boss you have to argue for. And I just want to pull apart. So both the 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 image of of the wayward sun guardian is incredible. I love I love the idea of just a jacked sun warrior with an axe. That's awesome, right? But then you have an emaciated orphan boss where you go into the you go into the freaking bo like boss room. The door closes behind you. The emaciated with a hand up going help. Yeah, and as soon as you you have two options, kill or help. And no matter what happens, if you hit help, it flash forwards you to the end of the game where he just stabs you through the chest. And if you hit kill, it's also a game over screen. <laughs> so it's like it's a soft lock to the game. No matter what you do, you lose. Like you said, oh man, this is this is extremely difficult to figure out who wins this fight. I'm sorry, I had to pay, I had to play the petty card. Okay, you, I got to, to be fair, you did very well. I didn't know what the first word meant, and I was like, okay, orphan, I can work at this. Batman became some badass superhero. I can do this. I looked up the word, and I went, oh, man, there's oh, no way I can make I feel like in a, in like a, like a Dark Souls-esque game, I actually feel like these two would be make an interesting pairing, actually. It's almost like a uh, Big Daddy Little Sister from Bioshock, where you have the Sun Guardian whose, like, eternal quest is to protect the emaciated child and will do anything to protect the, the kid. And the kid has extreme sway over this giant guardian. And, like, the guardian will kill mercilessly at the behest of this thin beanpole child who just raises his hand and tells him to go kill. Yeah, he tricks people by calling out for help and then the sun guardian just stomps them into ashes. Okay, well. And then well. the orphan feeds off the dead bodies. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> horrifying. Ever hungry. All right, Yum. so, man, this is actually really difficult. So, <laughs> out of, oh, man, in the spirit of fairness, I feel like you guys are going to have to do rock, paper, scissors. Best out of oh, three. Oh, my God. I, okay, I will, I, I, will, I will give up this. In in terms, if we talk, if we're just straight up, if these two are battling it straight out, I am willing to give up the loss because in a full-fledged <laughs> battle, there is nothing <laughs> okay. So do. Okay, and you we're putting them head to head, like you were saying in the in the beginning, head to head versus right. My character loses. Okay, you you did an excellent job. Okay, I I, I genuinely. Genuinely think that if that would be. Like, if this was for a story in a game, I, I think <laughs> mine would take it. But for the cons and the rules that you established, Dave's wins solely on the fact that his win. <laughs> okay, just, so he could here's, probably he could here's, drop a rock on the orphan and it would. Orphan, yeah. Here's here's what I'm going to recommend. So if we give the win, the actual win to Dave, then I would ask Dave, what if we still let what if we let Ellis host the game over on y'all's podcast? So the I spiritual would, win. I would take that. I had a that, that was a that was a very lucky. Like I, I did not <laughs> expect to get wayward sun guardian. Like what in the world? 
An an orphan? <laughs> an emaciated so, orphan. Realistically, that that was. I, I, I would have been very, very impressed. Like, that, that, you, you did an excellent job there. I, I will definitely take the win here, but I, I will concede having him host. Excellent. On, on the, you, you are both gentlemen host. and scholars. Thank you both so much for being on the podcast. And right, you know, if you guys do ever happen to find an exit, please text and let me know. Actually, oh, oh, gosh, hey, hey, look, the screen's on. Look, look, the projector's hey. on. Oh, hey, whoa, like? it's, it's kind of like, what? Uh, Wait a minute, that looks like the uh, tavern. Uh, Wait. Wait. We, we were in there place? yesterday. Yeah, Wait. what's that all about? Hold on, it's hey. kind of warbly. Kind of looks, it looks, uh, it looks weird, like a, a membrane or something instead of a screen. I want to touch it. I want to, I want to touch it. Yeah, I kind of want to, I want to do a little poke. poke. Just a little poke. Just a little poke. Ah! 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 Ah!